0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Fasig. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal Prep Kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items, for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. PaleoWorks wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also, check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing and anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Let's go. All right. Welcome to the episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. We are here with a repeat... Guest star, <laughs> uh, Caitlin Chow, who is here to talk about Chow. Now I'm just joking. That was the joke last time. Oh yeah, it was Chow because I deal with food now. But uh, she uh, she has brought paperwork in. She's ready to have a serious discussion here today. I'm gonna try to keep up with her. School we'll works. see how that goes. Yeah. School hashtag Schoolworks. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> oh, knowledge is power. That's what they used to say on the commercials. Oh, yeah. The info commercials when I was a kid. <laughs> knowledge is power. That and, and uh, you know, G.I. Joe. But anyways, I forgot. <laughs> the real American hero. But there was something
1: about G.I. Joe. <laughs> I wish that knowledge was all we
2: needed. I know a lot about exercising. Uh, yeah? Yeah. I wish that that got me
0: you don't, so, <laughs>
2: there without having to do it sometimes. You,
0: you're saying you can't – your brain does not burn enough calories to – To change your lifestyle and all that. huh? I feel like that's true. I found that to be true. All right, but she's bringing in the topic. Here it is. It is training versus exercise. What's the difference?
2: Okay, so I want to read you. (laughs) (laughs) I found this great article, and that's really where it started for me a couple weeks ago. Um, The piece was from startingstrength.com and really just outlined this great picture of what it looked like to consider yourself doing training versus exercise because there's a place for both in our lives. And as I've moved more into creating programming and trying different things and my own personal fitness journey was only CrossFit for many years, Mm -hmm. but as I've ventured out in just done different things and kind of shown myself some grace as one one day maybe I don't want to do this I just need to jog at home or maybe I need to do a beach body workout in the garage and just as you experience different things you find that just the accumulation of moving and moving in different ways makes you a healthier fitter person. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you just
0: did like this whole series on your socials where you tried out different um I don't know uh fitness regimes oh, yeah. for a couple uh-huh. of weeks like yeah. right is that, is that are talking about like you trained like yeah, a triathlete. Yeah
2: Babe's YouTube yeah. You, <laughs> you did
0: uh crossfit and you what are the other things you did didn't you so do So that's all I've things? done
2: so far. I've okay. been trying other workouts from celebrities and different trainers and things just like just trying different things like hashtag what's oprah doing (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i want to look up oprah's workout
0: (laughs) i don't i bet she's got a high dollar person that leads her through whatever for
2: sure um But, yeah, it's just crazy to see how we adapt to different things, and when we change the routine, we grow, and we, Mm -hmm. you know, no one mode of fitness is all-encompassing. No one way of training is the one right way for everyone, and there will always be deficiencies if you're not constantly doing different things. That's why CrossFit in and of itself is so varied. heresy. So <laughs> we're always trying to like, CrossFit you know, enough. looking at where we could be deficient and working on those areas, working on those weaknesses.
0: Uh, yeah. I got um, a lot of those. I
2: know. It sucks. Yeah. It's all I do.
0: <laughs> I feel like our new programming in our boxes is geared towards all of my weaknesses. Um, shout out to Spencer Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all he's more of a gymnastics guy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am not yeah. a gymnastics guy at all. Um, but he has a little bit of bias towards that, um, just because he likes it and, and it does do a lot of great things for your body, but, um, he's definitely tapping into my weaknesses and my weak yeah. areas mentally and physically, which is good for me, um, frustrating but good for I've never
2: me. Never wanted to go on a diet like when I'm in the middle of doing gymnastics. <laughs> yes,
0: Bodyweight weight <laughs> if movements. I had ten
2: less pounds on me. This would be so much easier. I'd have strung these ring muscle ups together oh for my sure.
0: There was some <laughs> workout we were doing once, and uh, Jamie was coaching. Jamie Free, oh, the yeah. illustrious man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Jamie Free. He uh, he he was coaching, and part of it was body weight deadlifts what yeah it was it was in the workout you that, that was the weight <laughs> that was not, well that was the weight you were supposed to use for your oh, deadlift
2: oh, 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 oh i got you got so you. it was like <laughs> sorry for it was a like, second i was like wait it was like something
0: something and body weight deadlifts yeah. and so like some whatever i and don't remember like, hey, the other PR. movements but it was like 10 deadlifts every every round and uh the second round he kind of walked past me i was like be nicer to be lifting less wouldn't it no. <laughs> <laughs> which, oh. which is not him being a jerk. Like, it, like <laughs> me and him have a great relationship. Um, but it was just what I needed because the, the so rest good. of the time I was like, yeah, I do. This is why I need to, you know, <laughs> concentrate on my food plan. That he's giving me more. Yeah, and you know, then you look back at him and say, hey, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a that was a lot of a lot of mental game on that one for yeah. sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's something different when when you're having to deal with what you way on a personal level, whether that's through lifting weights or doing bodyweight movements, it's a eye opening experience, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well what I love too, and as I talk to different athletes, like I trained with Cole Martinez for a week and he whooped my tail. But one of the things he said that was so interesting to me is that on his you know, off season training. That's all he's doing is working on those things that he's worst at. Mm. And I was like, wow, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> you terrible. You know, but it's something it's you have to wrap your today. mind around. Oh, yeah. By the
0: way, the day we're, we're recording, when this comes out, it won't be. Hey, but happy
2: birthday, Cole. <laughs> yeah,
0: happy birthday today. You can't hear us. No, <laughs> it'll be late. Fine. Belated. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, and now there's not an off season, yeah. I guess, with CrossFit right now, I, I guess, really anymore. But, uh, point. But yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, same thing with uh, Matt Fraser. He talks about that. You know, yeah. the the things he finds that he is deficient at or can't do as well, he does it ten more times and then takes five minutes and does it faster the next time or something crazy like yeah, that.
2: That's where that mental piece comes in for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just go the other way personally. <laughs> I
2: don't like this. I think I will avoid this. <laughs> this sounds like the right this move do, today. This does not
0: make me feel good about myself. I'm going somewhere else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you
0: know, real that's talk. Funny. Hashtag. So anyway, sorry. Yeah,
2: so it's just this whole open discussion about trying different things. And Mm -hmm. for a long time, I think I thought that because CrossFit was the most superior way of training I had ever experienced I had never done group fitness before so that was a huge piece Mm -hmm, to me mm -hmm. Um, I'd never done smart training before where I was given something on a progressive timeline that would actually help me see growth Um, and I also had never experienced being pushed outside of my comfort zone where a lot of that growth happens Mm -hmm. so for me I thought CrossFit is it, it's everything nothing is missing from this and then as I continued to grow over many years I found that I did um, by only doing one thing you know Mm -hmm. create deficiencies in the way that i move or you never try single-sided work like i like that we're incorporating dumbbells now more into the crossfit as a sport in a whole um, because it's allowing us to realize that there are small muscle groups that Mm -hmm. need to be built up in order for us to do the big heavy lifts the fancy the fun stuff yeah
0: the beautiful what we don't
2: see on the backside of a lot of these professional athletes is that they are doing like bodybuilding and regular weightlifting Mm -hmm. outside they're doing a lot of core and just things that you don't see outside of like what you may experience in a class if that's all you've ever known Mm -hmm. is going to a gym a group fitness class
0: sure i mean crossfit Um, itself is geared towards very uh linear movement like very frontal plane movement yes you know there's not much side to side there's not much you know off plane kind of a work yeah, unless um, you're doing it on your own. I think
2: it was like at the tail end of last year, maybe the beginning of this year, there was a new Beachbody program that came out and I was kind of going through a phase where I just needed to like take a step back. So I was mm. doing a lot of that just at home on mm-hmm. my own and just kind of like recovering yeah. um, at the end of the year. And so I did this program and they used like a step, but there was a lot of stuff where you jump side to side. And at first I was doing it and I was like, this oh, is the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever done. I'm like, Literally just hopping over a small step. I'm going left to right and doing things I thought was silly. Mm -hmm. But six weeks into this program and it was, you know, coming to an end, I had completely changed the way that my muscles were working when I Mm. moved laterally. It was Mm -hmm. helping me in my squats. I felt stronger. I felt healthier. Um, And things were changing, you know. Yeah. Physically. And so I thought, wow, there's something to this
1: mm-hmm. of,
2: of continually trying different things. And from the article, I love the breakdown. Um, he says, exercise and training are two different things. Exercise is physical activity for its own sake, a workout done for the effect it produces today, during the workout, or right after you're through. Training is a physical activity done with a longer-term goal in mind, the constituent workouts which are specifically designed to produce that goal. If a program of physical activity is not designed to get you stronger or faster or better conditioned by producing a specific stress to... A specific desirable adaption can occur. You don't get to call it training. Mm. It is just exercise. Mm. For most people, exercise is perfectly adequate. It's certainly better than sitting on your ass, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, that's so true. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Any movement is better than just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, but it just
2: makes you begin to realize that I think the big picture of our health and fitness journey mm. is not that every single day is going to be the a 100%, like there is yeah. total perceived rate of exertion Mm -hmm. because some days that 90% is going to be maybe yesterday's 50% Mm. because you just felt stronger. You got better sleep, you ate more or whatever the thing was. And Mm so, you know, you work to the best of your ability that you have that day, maybe not necessarily, you know, the, the ability that gets you the PR or the true 100% of your effort. Um, but just kind of understanding that some days maybe what I need mentally that day is to come in and just exercise. Maybe it doesn't need to make a lot of sense mm-hmm. what I do, but I just need to sweat or I need to move. And maybe, you know, that piece was what I needed mentally to recover and keep going.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and the that's whole, what a lot the of people, the whole, yeah. A lot of people seem to do that. At least in CrossFit, they come in and, and say, I'm just here cause I need to move. You yeah. know, like that's, that's the phrase that, that I hear more often yeah. than not. Um, and, and it aids in recovery. Like a lot of people don't realize that it really does actually resting in terms of like sitting in my lazy boy and catching up on my TV shows. Rest is actually not very good in, in terms of rehabilitation or recovery for your muscles. I
2: get way more sore sitting on the couch. I always say that when I was in my corporate job for years, I got more injured sitting at my desk than I ever did in the gym.
0: Sure. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Easily. It was, uh, on, for instance, this week, uh, I've uh I've realized recently that I don't I don't uh use my butt when I oh, lift. Oh yeah. So I remember <laughs> the
2: first time someone told me to squeeze my butt while I was at the bottom of a squat doing yeah. wall balls because I just completely lost all engagement in uh-huh. my hamstrings and just, uh-huh. you know, lose everything at the bottom of a squat. Sure. And I was like, I don't even know how to do that. How the how am I supposed yeah. to squeeze my butt? What? I don't <laughs> understand. I couldn't do it. It was like that uh-huh. that. Brain-body connection wasn't there for me because I was not engaging yeah. a whole group of muscles. Yeah, a
0: pretty good size because group I was of muscles, too. Like, you
2: know, the quad-dominant, oh, just totally relying quad dominant. on those muscles you can see. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is all I need to do this, this, this is this is one part need. of my body. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Well, on Monday, I decided to light up my, my rear before the workout. Like, And yeah. so I, I did a lot of stuff just to try to get it going and get it fired and started firing. For the workout. And then I didn't realize what the workout was. I was glute paying zero activation. attention. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. a lot of glute activation. Got to get that peach butt hashtag. Anyways, <laughs> um, and so so I did that before class started. And then the class was lunges. It was part of the workout. And, and uh, we got into way. it. And there was an entire group of muscles that locked up in the middle of that because I had put so much stress on that group that I hadn't been using beforehand, you which I didn't feel. Up. Yeah. And I, I woke him up. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's been hurting like all week, like just been terribly hurting until awesome. <laughs> today. Today, like, because I've been so busy with a lot of things, and, and that's an excuse. But um, but last night I went on a bike ride, like a little 10 yeah. mile bike ride. I was like, I just got to do something to to move that muscle group again yeah. um, because it hurts so bad. Today I'm fine, you know, because I went out and actually did something as opposed to just set back and yeah. was like, I got to rest
2: and I think I that's the maybe that's the note of grace for a perfectionist as well as it's that all or nothing piece. And I thought for a long time I need either need to go in and do the hardest work out of my life or oh, I just gosh. shouldn't go yeah. in at all. What's the point?
1: Like do, <laughs> yeah. doing yeah, a little yeah. bit
2: isn't going to get me anywhere. Mm-hmm. But that was a lie.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: the piece is that you show up and you just it cons- Consistency mm-hmm. wins the game.
0: Yeah, that's slow and steady. A process. And yeah. yeah. Because we want to control everything in our life to the nth degree, like we all do. And we, whether we want to admit it or not, or even to realize it or not, like our ultimate fallback is control, personal. Yeah. And that control can take many different forms. If it can be self-destructive in control, it can be, um, you know, really liberating, you know, kind of control. But uh, but ultimately, like we want to control the process. So if we can, if we can do what we think is best, which isn't trusting anybody Outside of ourselves, and mm-hmm. oftentimes, you know, there's a reason why we have medical professionals and <laughs> fitness professionals because yeah. they actually know things more than we might know in and of themselves. Um, and so, it's it's important to relinquish that control and trust someone else with what you're feeling and what your body is saying because what what you think, perceive, for instance, when someone starts working out and they and they go, "Oh my gosh, my lower back is killing me." <laughs> Like, uh, I've had back pains before. I think it's just my back. It's like, what, 99% never your back? Yeah. It's your hamstrings. And so they've never stretched out their hamstrings, but they have locked up on them because all of a sudden they're moving in ways that they never have besides getting up and down from their office chair. Yeah. Um. But it's it's something like that where you learn trusting the professional, trusting you know, the process, showing up and working out as opposed to just going, I can't, and having the I can'ts, yeah. you know, creep in, you know, for sure.
2: Yeah. All right, so I want to have this discussion about stress oh, on the body because it's so interesting. A lot I of the things of that. that we <laughs> that we do and engage in in life is stress on the body. And at this point, I'm like, what isn't stressful to the body? Come on, body! Mm-hmm. Like even caffeine. We've had that discussion before. Caffeine oh, yeah. acts as a stressor on the body.
0: I've been wanting um, a bang all day. <laughs> I was going to drink one right in front of you and see if you went into like convulsions, <laughs> convulsions. but just from smelling it. Oh, smell! Oh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag Bust. go back and listen to the last episode where so you get the caffeine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but also, you know, exercise, moving, mm-hmm. training, whatever you want to call it, is stress on the body. And so, as we begin mm-hmm. to adapt to different degrees of stress, that is where we begin to either see change or hit plateaus. So. At the beginning of this article, it's really funny. When I first started reading it, someone had sent it to me and said, Hey, when I read of this, I thought of you. So interesting. Please give it a read. So I thought, okay, well, you know, I don't, I have a lot of people refer things to me. So every once in a while I'll be like, oh yeah, I I skimmed through it. But when I started reading this, it caught my eye because the beginning of the article is talking about tanning and I was like, okay, Mm, why mm. am I? Did I click the wrong link? Yeah. So it kind of goes in and describes, let's say that you want to get a tan. So you come home from work on your lunch break every Mm -hmm. single day of the week. You decide, I'm going to go outside for 30 minutes. I'm going to lay on my back for 15 minutes. Then I'm going to lay on my front for 15 minutes. You do that after the first day, that evening, you're a little pink. So maybe the next day you come home, just to eat your sandwich and go back to work. But then the rest of the day, you're very regimented. And when you come home, you spend 15 minutes on each side um, and that's it. So at the end of the week, you've got a fairly good tan going Mm -hmm. on. Well, he said, here's the question. At the end of the month, are you any more tan than you were after the first week? And his argument is that no, you're not. Because if the case was just that we get tan by total accumulated hours of being in the sun, he said Mm -hmm. most of us would be black. (laughs) You know, to some degree, you don't tan more. Because what happens is tanning is actually stress on your body. And it's your body's way of... Darkening your skin so that less sun can come in and be stress hmm. on your body, and so your Just skin learn gets that. a little that bit yeah, too. so your skin Man. gets a little bit darker as yeah. a protective method against huh. the sun. So if the stress you're putting on your body is the exact same every day for a month, only 15 minutes on each side, your body's mm-hmm. adapted to that and no longer needs to get any darker because there's not increased stress. Sure. So when yeah. you look at getting into working out, you have to both understand that in the beginning, and I'll kind of go through what he talks about as the novice effect when you mm-hmm. begin training or exercise,
1: sure. um, yeah. going
2: from, you know, I remember my first workout and I oh, couldn't yeah. even, you know, pick a wall ball up off the ground. I wanted to go take a water break. And my coach said, no, you keep doing this. And I was like, yeah. what? I can't stop and take a break. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I'd never had anyone <laughs> help me like press into a uh-huh. workout. Uh-huh. Um, my stress level towards training was zilch. <laughs> sure,
1: yeah.
2: Um, but basically like when you first start working out, you know, there's this level where we both want to get a little bit of stress to begin adapting to that, but you can't go in and just say, oh, well, I'm just going to, you wouldn't go lay out after having been in the sun all, I'm not in the sun all winter, you're pa- pasty white, and you go yeah. outside, you wouldn't lay outside for four hours on your first day of mm, spring because no, you're going to get so destructively burned that it's not, you're not going to be able to recover from yeah, that. Yeah,
0: That's called sun poisoning. Yes. At that point. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exercise
2: poisoning, I guess we could call, <laughs> uh, you know, if you went too hard, um, but no, just it's to kind of called something else, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but what he says is he explains this novice effect as simply described. This is what happens when a previously untrained person begins to lift weights. He gets stronger very quickly at mm-hmm. first, and then improves less and less um, rapidly. Yeah, he improves less and less rapidly, the stronger that he gets. It is nothing more than the commonly observed principle of diminished returns applied to adaptive physiology. Mm -hmm. Ranked novices are not strong enough to tax themselves beyond their ability to recover because they're so thoroughly unadapted to stress. They've made almost no progress on the road to the fulfillment of their athletic potential, and almost anything they do that is not heinous abuse will cause an adaption. When an untrained person starts an exercise program, he gets stronger. He always does, no matter what the program is. This is because anything he does that is physically harder than what he's been doing previously cons- constitutes a stress to which he's not adapted. An adaption will thus occur if he provides for recovery. And this mm. stress will always produce more strength because that is the most basic physical adaption to any physical stress on the body that requires the production of force. For a novice, any program is better than no program at all. So all of them work with varying degrees of efficiency. Mm -hmm. This is why everybody thinks that their program works or why you'll find perfectly honest testimonials for every new exercise program on TV or the Internet.
1: Sure. And I was
2: just so intrigued by this idea that, you know, you've got two different pieces and one is not better Mm -hmm. or less than the other. So it's not that training is, you know, far superior to exercise, but if your goal is to get stronger, to get faster, to be further on um, in your strength and health journey than you are right now, then the goal would be to want progress, right? Mm -hmm. It would be to train for a goal and not just to exercise endlessly um, Mm -hmm. because exercise does give us endorphins. I think it makes us feel better. There's a lot of great programs out there that I think are amazing for beginners. But at some point, if you just get caught up in the cycle of, you know, doing the same program over and over and over and over, let's say it was the same beach body program, you know, I would do one. And then if you go back and you don't increase the weight, or you don't increase the time under tension, or Mm -hmm. you don't increase your range of motion or total tonnage. So rates, weight versus reps versus Mm -hmm. sets and all that combined, like you just won't see progress. And so Mm -hmm. how do you build smart programming, you know, and how do you begin to engage that at your level? I think it's so interesting to think of like you've got really incredible athletes and the stress that they have to undergo in their body has to be extremely greater than that of someone who's, not working out, and that makes sense, right? Uh-huh. Because our body is adapted to different levels of stress, which is why you can go yeah. into the gym and you can do class and think that you're not doing that much, but depending on what you regularly do, it can whip your butt, and then you see someone else come in and they're doing these crazy things, and you think, wow,
1: uh-huh.
2: how on earth are they doing that? It's because they've adapted to a certain degree of, yeah. of that training level. And it just it's awesome to think of it like that and the way that our body adapts because we see that happen a lot. Sometimes we guilt ourselves because we're not somewhere, or we just, like you said, get stuck in that mental Mm. cycle um, where we just, it's all or nothing, or we just say, oh, I just can't show up at all, but understanding that like to a degree, most people and most general athletes, I would consider myself a general athlete. Mm -hmm. Um, I train for a program and I train more than the average person, Um, but I'm not going to the games or anything, you know, but to to understand that at that level and degree, different things can help. You Mm -hmm. can be lifting 180 pounds overhead and squatting. You know, I hit a deadlift PR a couple weeks ago that was amazing to me um, after not even deadlifting for a while. But then I go and it's changing the whole dynamics of my body and Mm -hmm. building strength I've never had by just hopping over a two-inch step side to side. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: And so I think that was really encouraging for me to take a little bit of the pressure off and say, okay, no matter where I'm at, if I can just show up today and maybe try something different or mm-hmm. be adventurous and maybe go try a yoga class or a dance class because it's fun one day. And maybe if not for my, just my physical mm-hmm. or my mental state of being, maybe yeah. it's also good for me physically. And yeah. just knowing that it didn't have to be all or nothing. It didn't have to be like the most killer workout I'd ever done to see progress.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. And and that, that change is super important. I mean, like I would never quit CrossFit, but I've added Agreed. things into, into CrossFit <laughs> yes, exactly. that that have helped me tremendously. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. For instance, one of the one of the things that well, a lot of the discussion right now going around CrossFit is is the varying different um, kind of elements of uh, changing how you do things and, yeah. and and building muscle groups that are different. Like CrossFit has big holes in it. Like there's a reason why the top half of abs are sticking out of crossfitters and not the bottom half you know like yeah for it, real it, it's a weird anomaly but but th- there are these places in in your body even the perfect bodies of professional crossfitters that are still super weak but um yeah. one of the things that that i've gotten into recently is is strongman stuff and so yeah. um you know in 2019 i want to get stronger and and halfway into that I've, hey, i met I ryan some this stronger. Week.
2: he's been doing strongman stuff oh yeah he came into the gym and i was like oh know Jacob, and <laughs> he's in my neighborhood. You've been working out down the street for yeah,
0: me. <laughs> yeah, and he came Yeah, he came and did a uh, strongman workout with me last, last week at the, yeah, at the box. Yeah, that's so fun. Um, but one of the things that I learned, from, so like I've adapted in CrossFit to, to not get hurt, basically, yeah. you yeah. know? And so when a lift gets out of the parameters in which I've been taught to have a perfect lift, um, I it's stop. Done, yeah. And so I just, you know, like deadlift especially, like my deadlift stayed... At, at what it was for,
2: Mine three stayed years. there for like four years almost. Yeah,
0: like and maybe <laughs> I just maybe didn't longer. Want it. Yeah. Um, and and so every time my back would round just a bit, I would just drop it and be like, "No, it's not worth getting hurt." Like yeah. I would immediately think I was getting hurt, and then I started uh, this strongman um, practices on top of CrossFit, um, which were a lot of bodybuilding, which I did I didn't know would be a part of it. See, that's um, really cool. Yeah, and so there's a whole lot of bodybuilding into it, <clears throat> working different muscle groups and doing. Um, a lot of accessory work, um, that you see people doing and like, even like planet fitness, like you go, oh those guys aren't really working out. Well, they are. Um, and then all of a sudden that training was putting me into a place and working with people that do strong um, was putting me into a place to understand my body differently than it had adapted to. It adapted to CrossFit and I could CrossFit every day and it wouldn't be a big deal. Some days it'd be harder. Some days it'd be a little less, whatever. But, but I adapted that process and changing into, a bodybuilding strongman workout on top of that um, was a whole different experience, but my wow. deadlift <laughs> shot up 150 pounds. Wow. Like what? huge. Yeah, because I was just training differently yeah you know and and I was using and developing muscles that i wasn't using i can't wait till I start using my butt, maybe it will go up <laughs> even more like
2: super butt yeah if, <laughs> everything will change hashtag
0: peach booty still and and but uh you know like once I can get that yeah. igniting in the right, right right time in the right place then then it's great yeah. and um but that that's the whole the whole thing with um what i like about strongfit if if you've ever you know kind of watched what they're doing around the world with with jillian I talk about, about I talk about i talk about all the time <laughs> because they're always pushing the limits of like science and body and movement and and learning and progressing and changing the way people uh kind of think about movement and how they train they're they're looking for holes in your body and they want to make those stronger um and so part of their whole process is is actually like looking at your body going okay this is off what happened here because you, you've had an injury somewhere. Like they can pinpoint those just looking at your body, which is crazy to me. Um,
2: yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. But he talks about, um, all the time Mm. about, um, working those, those parts that you don't normally do, you know? And so like, that's why they're big on sandbags because they Mm. make you, you know, they make your grip different. They make your, you know, your lift different. So when you're squatting, what would be a front squat with a barbell you change that to a sandbag, you're completely changing the game and and you're using a lot more interior muscle groups as opposed to exterior muscle groups, which might be exclusively what you use in strong in in a CrossFit, you know, more, more times than not. Um, but that, but I didn't, I didn't recognize that changing up the the game, so to speak or, or moving and trying different things was so beneficial until I started doing that. And I was like, man, I wasted three years, not, not training my muscles to yeah. do something different, um, but the adaptiveness also is a is a healthy part, like when people get injuries or when people have a deficiency in their body, yeah. their body adapts to do whatever you want your body to do, which is one of the coolest things about our bodies anyways yeah you know which, which is the other side of this whole conversation though, but is is that your your body will adapt to do whatever you want it to do, and so if you go couch to five k your body will adapt no matter your your size or whatever it'll adapt to what you need to do to do a 5k if you push that Um, and the same thing is true in in the way that you're talking about it like if you train one methodology all the time day in and day out if you do the same workout you go to the gym and walk 5 miles get off the treadmill and go back home every day then your body is just going to do that and it'll be easier in the long term like the more you do it it'll get easier and maybe you'll start walking 10 miles I don't know Um, But your body is going to be geared to and muscular strengthened to only walk that far. And and so as you age, so to speak, you know, long-term effects, you know, you're going to have trouble getting up and down. But once you get up, you can walk, you know, forever. (laughs) But the whole game, you know. Um, And I really
2: think that this is the heart of CrossFit anyways. Sure. You're just not going to get everything you need in one singular program maybe or only in your classes, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to do things outside of that. And I think Mm -hmm. I love that that piece is it's not just show up in the gym, check a box off and leave. There's a lot of people who stay afterwards or come in and do open gym or come in on a Saturday and just live their lifestyle in this this method of, like, I want to be fit and healthy and mm-hmm. move in different ways, whether it's going to the park on the weekend or playing an intramural sport or going yeah. to the gym and yeah. doing a class, is it's not just a check-in, check-out thing. I've gotten everything I need from this one class. It's the idea that, like, we're constantly trying to do different things. And I love mm-hmm. what you said about even just picking up different equipment. Um mm-hmm. That's been one of the challenges for me is that in the past couple of weeks, I've launched a new fitness program.
0: Yeah, what's that called? So,
2: Train. Oh, Train Nashville. Oh, Um, yeah. (laughs) Plug. So, it's inside of CrossFit Trivium in Brentwood. I've heard that place. Yeah, you have?
0: Yeah, I really like a lot of people over there. Oh,
2: they're real nice. (laughs) Um, And so, as I have been looking at Creating programming that is going to be supplementary to what we're already doing in the CrossFit classes. I want people to be able to just come in and get an amazing workout, mm-hmm. sweat. Have fun, make progress, and be challenged if they've never done this before. It is not CrossFit, but I also want it to be something where the CrossFitters can come over and do movements that are going to make them healthier Mm -hmm. for their regular CrossFit stuff, what they love to do. So we're doing single side work. We're doing a lot of dumbbell, a lot of like working more bodybuilding
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um, type stuff and working small muscle groups that we can learn to stabilize. We can learn to actually activate our glutes you know, and and do, do that in workouts and how to activate our core properly as we go through different range of motion with our bodies. And so it's been really interesting to kind of peel back the layers of what I've been experiencing and doing in CrossFit for so many years and how to, you know, what is what what are those accessory pieces that make us better? Yeah. um, yeah. And versus Also, we want to have different levels of adaption, even within the trained classes. And so how do we build programming that's both complementary to what we're already doing over here, but will also have its own progressive Mm -hmm. timeline. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just been like a lot of things I've just been thinking about. A cool story. The other day, a friend who's never done CrossFit, but now that she's been in the gym, she's kind of seen and said to me, you know, oh, well, this is so different than what I thought.
1: Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, well,
2: isn't that the story? Yeah. <laughs> um, but she said, hey, I want you to help me get stronger in my upper body. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm not going to have you sit over here and lift two dumbbells while you're sitting on the ground just from, you know, shoulder to overhead press, because if you can't lift more than 10-pound dumbbells, the chances are you're probably not going to be able to just miraculously pick up 15s one day. Mm-hmm. But if we can teach you to use... Use your body momentum to use the power that comes from your hips and movements that we do um, that you'll see with a barbell. But if you just do it with a dumbbell, let's say, let's put in a, like a push press Mm -hmm. or a push jerk and actually lift weight heavier than what we're able to do in that strict movement that will increase our strength, even though we're getting help from the power coming from our hips. Mm -hmm. So it was really neat to see, oh, this is a way to progress and like to lift weight heavier than what we're really able to withstand, um, on our own, but using power and mm-hmm. momentum from different parts of our body. And we're actually still going to get stronger and yeah. that strict movement will actually go up, but there's other pieces around it and it's just, mm-hmm. there's so much to it, Yeah. but it, it is so fun. I'm yeah. trying to just yeah. learn yeah. more and like, well, you know, it's,
0: it's helping time and tension and also giving the yeah. person a win because they're lifting more than they thought they could. Yeah. And so you, their endorphins fire up and they're excited about being there, which cool helps everything in their body do what it they want it to do. Yeah. And, uh, and at the same time, they're getting a lot stronger because their time under tension is becoming more, you know, as as they go on lifting heavier weight, despite using um, their hips or legs or whatever on a push press. So yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's always great. Yeah, we have a lot of people like that though. Like our our CrossFit box is in a place that doesn't have CrossFit, and believe it or not, and and we get that all the time. Of I just had a friend of mine actually. Today, I was talking to on the phone, uh-huh. and she said, well, as soon as I get a little stronger, I'm going to come try out one of your CrossFit classes.
1: Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I don't even have time
0: and strength for you right now. Like, just, just come later. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I know. Oh, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're getting um, – our our clientele is currently older persons, aren't the 20-year-olds that are fire breathers, just the older persons that <laughs> – come in with the expectation of making a difference not only in their life, but in their family life yeah. as well, um, which is which is really cool. Because um, for me, um, I've written extensively about the reason why you walk in the door, but um, it's got to be more personal than, than external. Um, and so that will change throughout that process, and it will be cool to watch that as they come in to, to that field. But, but yeah, I mean, CrossFit tries to, to get us back on ta- topic, <laughs> CrossFit does, uh, it, it tries to be very varying, constantly varying. Um, but it also. Uh, The responsibility
2: is just on us and not only what's coming from the programming that we receive. Right, and so your
0: train thing, so so you're an advocate for training, not exercise, is that what I'm saying? Because you you named your whole thing train?
2: (laughs) I know, so the idea behind train is that we want, you know, hashtag just train. It needs to be something (laughs) (laughs) that feels approachable to people because there is power in consistency, and I've seen this over and over and over again in the past five and a half, almost six years now of doing CrossFit, is that I have seen if not as much and this may sound strange but bear with me mm. almost more progress on the days when I show up and I fail lifts or I do poorly or my rate of perceived exertion is just crap
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know and what basically the bad days when you come in I've literally cried on a- barbell before because I've been so frustrated and upset and not understood when my body wasn't doing what it was doing but I have learned over the years that just by showing up that massive progress was made and you know that when you show up and you have a bad day that that next day you come in some days that's the day that you get a PR yeah. and it's not just a fluke it's the fact that you continued to show up you showed up on the bad days you showed up when you felt bad now I'm not advocating like having a running a fever and being really ill and coming into the gym anyways oh you yeah, know absolutely but come in and di- <laughs> kill
0: everyone that's, that's the best that's the best gift we could all hope for
2: <laughs> it is different that you yeah. know to to just show up on the bad days and to just sure. be okay with hey today I really feel like I've got it I'm gonna kill it and today I just don't feel it, but you just train mm-hmm. anyways, and you're just committed to showing up for yourself, no matter what that yeah. means, whether, you know, you just had a baby and the most that you can do in that moment is to take that baby on walks in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's a huge victory. And that is going to get you back to progress. Sometimes yeah. it's the mental piece that we need. Sometimes it's that physical piece. And so by trying something mm-hmm. silly, like jumping laterally left to right, you know, can change the game and, <laughs> and how you activate different muscles that you are yeah. activating. And so small things are not less things.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: There shouldn't be absolutely. less of a value on doing things that don't look what we would call, you know, shiny and mm-hmm. sparkly. Those the the perfect snatch yeah. complex or whatever we're Everybody doing. Loves the snatch. I know, it's you know, when you when gorgeous. you get <laughs> or not.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, but when, it, done, when, when it's done right, correctly. it's so it's just elegant, you know, it is. and it takes so much work. To do it. It's such a thing of beauty, but
2: yeah. But what people don't always yeah. understand is that there are so many things that are going mm-hmm. into that one. Um, and so I just so want people things. to know that it is okay to show up yeah. on a day where you know that your performance is not going to be good mm-hmm. because it's not about any one given day. It's about the whole mass of days.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now that is In balance, because, you know, we can talk about how, you know, that cumulative effect of being in the sun over the course of the past 30 years, Mm -hmm. we're not going to be as tan, you know, just because, oh, well, I, you know, walked from my house to my car for 30 years in a row, and so I'm accumulatively tan from all of those days. It's about um, within a certain, you know, shortened time frame, the physical adaption we have to mm-hmm. a certain degree of stress. So you can't just think every single day, well, I'll just show up and do something. And that's better mm-hmm. than nothing. Because while it is technically better than nothing, yeah. you may never progress or grow from that. Sure. So it's a balance of, Hey, today I feel like is a day where I really need to press in because I want to actually see growth and I need to be on this progressive timeline mm-hmm. and I need to really push myself because I want to see progress. Yeah. And then other days where it, Is that day where you need to just relax a little bit and say, I just need to move today,
1: yeah,
2: or I need to do something that's not in a gym today? Mm -hmm. And when both of those combined come into balance and you look at that over a long timeline, you're going to see amazing progress, you're going to be the happiest that you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to live under the condemnation of, Oh, I did bad today, and that means bad things for me, (laughs) or I didn't show up one day. This day is sunk. I know, I think sometimes we almost, you know make things worse for ourselves just mm-hmm. because of that extra stress we put on ourselves oh, yeah. instead of acknowledging, Hey, today, all I did was go out and do some silly little, jumped around for a little bit in my garage, but that's mm-hmm. what I needed today. Yeah. Yeah. And that paired with tomorrow going in and really fighting for what I need to get done mm-hmm. in the gym, in a class.
0: Yeah. Stim- I mean, me stimulus is what we're talking about. I mean, you know, and achieving the stimulus that you need for that day is important. Like CrossFit. I mean, it was intended to do three days a week you know and you show yeah. up those 3 days and that hour you go as hard as you can but you don't supposed to do it 3 days yeah you know and so in between days you should have those active recovery days or do Accessory. something different do some bodybuilding yeah. do some things like that and so the the real intent if you're not and this is where it's gotten hijacked with with the um crossfit athletes and the elite athletes you know they they train hard every single day multiple times a day whatever you know they're also that genetic freaks yeah and so we all look at that and go uh, oh okay so i just need to show up every day and do crossfit and well i mean that's not hours. actually actually the best probably motive you know like if you show up three days a week and those you achieve those intended stimuluses which is as hard as you can for reps for time for whatever for yeah. that time then then your your efforts will probably be the best if you're supplementing that in between with accessory work or active recovery or working on cardio, all those different kind of things that you can do that, that incorporate a more uh, robust program um, that, you know, in your training will go kind of through the roof, yeah. theoretically. I mean, that's the way that CrossFit was set up to do, um, and we've kind of changed that in a lot of ways, except you are putting it back on course. You may change all of CrossFit right now. <laughs> Does Greg Glassman even know?
2: Hey, buddy, listen up.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, really, I mean that, that's that's kind of what you're doing. You're trying to set it's just set the not universe putting right. one
2: thing on a pedestal, yeah, and thinking this is the only one way, mm-hmm. and this is it's the only way to train. It's you know, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of leveling out the playing field a little bit and just it's a balance with everyone and everyone's bodies are different. So it's hard to tell one single person, this is what you need to do Mm -hmm. to get better. And now this applies to everyone. Yeah. We are different. We have different emotions. We have different phases of life that we go through (laughs) and acknowledging Mm -hmm. that this one phase I may need to give or take in different areas versus another. It's kind of like a lifestyle rolled by grace and just understanding that like it's the balance of, I say this over and over again because a lot of times I feel like I'm just trying to yell at myself until I really get it because some days you wake up and you just, you feel frustrated and you fight for that thing that really you should have relinquished and gone on about your day and then the (laughs) next day go on and press in the next day.
1: Yes. Um,
2: But it's just, it's life. It's mm-hmm. always an adventure. We're always learning. And so mm-hmm. if you can just be open to trying new things, you will see growth and you will never stop learning. You'll never stop growing. Mm-hmm. But understanding that there's value in even the small things. Yeah, you know, We forget that as we get older and get into our routines.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love routine. <laughs> I love it. Like <laughs> I'm
2: a seven. It makes me feel 1 blocked suns. in.
0: I love it. Oh. Well, in in my routine, like the way that my life is and the way my job is like, it has to be super flexible. Like I had a really tight schedule today, but one phone call threw that all off. You know, that's just what happens. I need a
2: very flexible routine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and so (laughs) like, I still went through like every Thursday I'm at Plaza Mariachi, you know, doing work, you know? And so like, but I got a phone call, which made me not be able to go pick up some sand like I wanted to and then go run to Kroger's and then get here and do this and then meal prep later. And then like, so I had this really tight schedule and pick up the girls at school and do all that kind of stuff. But a phone call came and I had to go handle that all of a sudden it just changed everything. And so, and that's fine, but there's still, I like routine a whole lot. Um, So isn't
2: it so great how we've just almost flown naturally into a discussion about how we run our lives?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's the
2: same. If you are passionate about training and or exercise, it's kind of a part of that. It's the same principles that like run our day, mm-hmm. run our behaviors and how we work in the gym or
0: yeah, wherever yeah. our
2: gym space is.
1: So uh,
0: the difference, yeah, the difference between training and exercise. I personally
1: mm-hmm.
0: would say um, I am way more of a failure, which you can attack me for saying that. Um, <laughs> I know you didn't like well,
2: it. Well, see, here's Be, the thing, though. It, when, you're automatically assuming that I think that failure is no, always
0: No, I don't think you like me and... calling myself a failure. No. <laughs> That's the part I know that you would have offense against. Um, when, I, when I'm when i just exercising, which has been probably the last couple of months for me. Um, like, just showing up and, like, doing things, you know. Um, because I I work much better when I'm training. It's like... Um, it goes into my routine. It goes into what what, what I'm striving towards. Um, and so if you want a, um, a promotion in your job, then you're going to set parameters around your routine and your schedule to achieve that that goal. Almost like reverse
2: engineering
0: the end goal. Right. Okay. And so when I have competitions on my war board out in my garage, and and I'm working towards, um, for instance, like strongman. I've I've done a couple of those now competitions, and so they all have weights that I've never lifted before in my life so far. And so I put those weights on the board, and then backtrack and go, what's it going to take me from this point, whether that's two weeks or like a month, to get to that goal? Yeah. And, and so I, I arrange my life around achieving that goal. I'm training for that purpose. Um, and then in the midst of that, might have a CrossFit competition and you go, okay, for the the workouts, what am I going to need to do proficiently and execute in in a, in a good way to, to achieve any kind of success with that, which I didn't do for the last competition, (laughs) but I normally would. And so, you know, you'd line up your life and, and train towards what that goal is. Um, and so sometimes that meant when I'm training, i look at the workout of whatever gym I'm in and go, well, that does not help me achieve the goals that I want to achieve. Yeah. It may be a good workout and I may be sweat, but I'm just going to show up and exercise. Like it doesn't have the intent that I want to have on it. Um, and so for, for me, when I'm training for something, I'm way better focused life. And that means like nutrition. That means like everything is much more centered in because I don't want to look a fool when I'm out in front of people, you know, um, but same thing with work, you know, like you're, you're in a train to, to get there, you know? And, and so for me, there's a much more, uh, much greater intentionality. There's much more focus. There's much more, um, uh, kind of extra work that I put into when I'm training as opposed to just exercising.
2: So you may need to have this strategic off seasons versus your competitive (laughs) seasons? Because you you seem like you're geared towards that. But I love that we've come here because now we get to acknowledge the difference between competitive athletes who are training for a goal versus someone who's trying to live their best life. So Mm -hmm. everything that I've been talking about so far is true of someone who wants to live a very long-term intense health and fitness routine. Like if you want to live until you're 80 and be moving and be doing CrossFit style workouts and be healthy but recover and not spend too much time away from all the other valuable things in life because we're just giving all this time into the gym. I want us to acknowledge that that is different. Being in balance is different Mm -hmm. than being a competitive athlete for a goal because all these CrossFit athletes that we see on TV, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes even ourselves when we're working towards a specific event, we're not going to be living in balance and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But you have to acknowledge that there are going to be some things for a season that you have to You have to give up on balance because Mm -hmm. you can't, you cannot beat everyone else by being in balance and having a blend of your training days versus exercise when you need them. Like it doesn't really matter what you need Mm -hmm. emotionally or day in and day out. It's about what you have to get done in order to meet that goal. Sure. And there is a difference. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes it will suck and you will be more sore or you will feel, Mm -hmm. you know, just on the down and out and you just have to acknowledge this is part of it. And so, yeah understanding that when you go for a goal and saying, "Hey, this is going to take hard work and if mm-hmm. I want to show up one day and I don't feel like it or maybe I need an extra rest day, mm-hmm. I think I want an extra rest day, I don't get to take that. It's part of the bargain."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Then it but then we know it's for a season. Yeah. And so it's not always. So if you are stuck, I mean, I've seen I have seen guys come into the gym and I just say guys because it typically is guys more than girls. We're the worst. Um <laughs> and I have seen the same guys come in day in and day out and they'll be at the gym before work and after work every single second that they're not at work. They're in the gym and they never look any different. They never get any better. They mm-hmm. never see PRs. Sure. They're constantly yes. hurting.
1: Mm-hmm. Why? Because rest. it's,
2: yeah, they don't rest. They don't take downtime. They're not strategically trying different things. Cause they're thinking this is the only way for me. I'm going to show up every single day and I'm going to do the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Even though it's different, it's yeah. varied training. They're, kind of doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. and just not I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah. you know yeah I, I understand what, yeah
2: um, so I think that it's just really important for us to see that there are two different ways hmm to be in this health and fitness when you are doing a bodybuilding competition. Let's say that if I yeah. was to go do a bikini show, I could not eat in balance. What if I did a bikini
0: show, that's what we should oh, yeah. really talk about. <laughs> 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 never,
2: never, never. Oh, gosh. Ain't nobody you know, to I that. wouldn't be able to eat a, balance, <laughs> a balanced diet. I would yeah. have to eat out of balance because I'm eating for a specific sure. goal, and that takes a little bit of outside of the norm. Right. So – Someone who does that isn't any better than someone who isn't doing that. Mm -hmm. It's just the goal and the things that you value in that moment. Sure, sure. But But it's important to recognize that there are different things.
0: Right. But I think they also also can be in balance and still training. Is that – Yes, I agree. For instance, like for the last two and a half years, Uh I've been training for a goal. You know, and and which
2: should you better than you were, kind right. of like a, an ongoing goal.
0: Sure, yeah, sure. ongoing which, is
2: different from like, oh, on July 26th at 8 a.m. I'm going to show up and do this thing.
0: Sure, yeah, right. And so I have to, I had to, and and I've since run off the rails and jumped off a cliff, but <laughs> but like I had to order my life in balance in order to achieve the what I wanted to achieve. Does that make sense?
2: It's like longer term.
0: Yeah. And, and so it wasn't like I see I, I see a lot of exercise. Like when we say the word exercise, and this may be the, the not the intent for the article, but but I see it as as half-hearted, flippant just movement. You know, with no real purpose other than maybe generally lose weight because that's generally why people start moving or anything. Well, let's refresh but ourselves. Maybe, so let's maybe, go maybe back to not. the definition. Maybe, maybe I've gone backwards.
2: No, let's go back to the definition. Exercise. Is physical activity for its own sake a workout done for the effect that it produces today, during the workout, or right after you're through? Training. Okay, there you go. So is, I was right. that's yeah. right. Okay. So it's not that like we didn't give our best, but we just did random different things yeah. that maybe weren't in a linear progression of weights or whatever. It's kind of like you show up to the gym and you're like, ah, uh, what do I feel like doing today? I think I'll do some abs, and then <laughs> nope. I think maybe I'll do some tries. bench press. Always buys and you and come tries. in every day, and you just do the same thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, buys yeah. and tries. <laughs> and
0: so yeah, and the, and that's the kind of way I see it. Like there's not real there's not real heart behind it. You know? It it it's I don't I don't know. It's just It's like,
2: oh I feel so good for having done that workout. Yeah. But that with what I'm doing tomorrow and what I did yesterday isn't getting me anywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's it's not gonna yield the fruit in which you're hoping to well, achieve. Well
2: think of it like this. So yeah. like I love sometimes. Okay, well, I was gonna say I love running, but then I was like, well, that's not totally oh, true. That's a, that's <laughs> that maybe on some days that's a flat lie.
0: Statement ever, you
2: know. But like some days, you it's this linear progression of training, and so some days running, you need to run a certain amount, and mm-hmm. some days you just need to like give up running for dancing, mm. and it's not the the. It's just that I don't know. I feel like we're saying the same thing over, yeah. but we're trying to like yeah, no, really no. figure it out. I'm with you, and like how it breaks down into our daily lives. Yeah, is it's it's just the difference of like, like you said, it's it's on a timeline. We're getting to a specific goal, mm-hmm. and that's why I like having the weight li- the Olympic lifts mm-hmm. in CrossFit, is because yeah, I always want to be stronger or better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, per se. But it, we also need specific goals that are smaller, short term to hit. Like, hey, sure. my goal this year is to hit. You know, a two hundred pound clean.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. What am I going
2: to do to get there? Because I always want to be stronger. It's always on the books, but sure. you know, now what is my specific goal? Yeah,
0: yeah there's intentionality mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Tra- training involves intentionality, and it and it involves um, being um, multifaceted in your training.
2: Yeah, so it's to all about the, what you value. Because yeah. if you value making progress, or if you want to lift more weight, or if you want to be able to just have any kind of a very specific goal, then training is superior. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a phase, or maybe even it's just a short term of your life where you just need to feel good about yourself and you just need to get started on the journey, especially as a novice, you can get started with anything and you will see progress. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. about beginning to move um, is that it? just a little something here and there helps. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I lost my dream thought.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm with you. When I started CrossFit, uh, I remember all the veteran guys being like, I'm so envious. You're going to have all these PRs
2: oh over yeah. the next, like,
0: few months. And I was like, I don't feel like a PR.
2: <laughs> oh I know. And then sometimes that gets you on your journey. So let's yeah. – it was over two years ago when I hit my last snatch PR, 145 pounds. My goal was yeah. 150. That was body weight at the time. At the time.
1: And that's awesome. I was
2: like, well, I could just lose, like, 20 pounds, and then I could hit a body weight snatch PR today, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But – um. And I did I just haven't I've hit one forty every single way you can hit it. Yeah Um, I've never
0: had a body weight snatch. But never
2: ever come close to that one forty five again. And so some days that really messes with my head, but then I have to sit there and acknowledge, okay, Caitlin, have you actually been working towards the goal of hitting 145 again or 150 and then Mm. i have to acknowledge no i haven't so i can't really be frustrated yeah i can't really be frustrated or feel bad and tell myself bad things about myself because i've not been actively working towards that goal my goal has just been to come in and just to do snatches and not have my Mm -hmm. left arm feel like it's getting ripped out of my socket or you know just different things like that yeah yeah and i think the big thing is just Number one, always acknowledging your goal. That's one of the most important things because we can never adequately – put in the work or be intentional with our training mm-hmm. in order to get to a goal if we haven't acknowledged what that goal is. Yeah, and be vocal about Yeah, we can, always, it. Like yeah, we can always just yeah. feel bad about, oh, I just think I need to lose weight or this and that. I hear mm-hmm. so many people say that and I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're mm-hmm. just putting guilt on yourself because you feel like you should be different than you are. Sure. But do you actually have a specific weight you feel like you need to hit and you've given yourself reasons for mm-hmm. why that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, then you're not doing the things to get there and there's no reason sure. for you to feel bad about it because that clearly wasn't your... I Identified goal in the first mm-hmm. place, so you can mm-hmm. just kind of release that, right? And we always have to juggle a million different goals. Mm-hmm. We can't always do every single thing. There's not enough hours in the day,
1: mm. yeah. you know. And for most I of us, we to. can't
2: train as long as it needs to take to do all the different things that there are in CrossFit, right? Yeah, yeah. So some true. seasons we go through periods in the gym where most people experience in classes. We'll go through what we call you know cycles, and mm-hmm. so maybe it's a back squat cycle, and we're working on that. Or certain days of the week you have something, and you're like, man it's been forever since I've done a clean. All we're doing is back squats, front squats and snatches or whatever it may be. But then that, that rolls around and mm-hmm. I,
1: don't
2: know, I think it's just so important for us to identify that goal. Cause if not, yeah. we're always running around. We always have this like looming feeling that we just haven't made it or we're not doing good enough or, Oh, I should be doing this. Like how much energy does it, does it take for us to just be so done with all of that mess? Like, Oh, well, I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. Well, is that even your goal? Have you identified it? Yeah. Are you working towards it? No, just let it go.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, you have a goal. You should you should tell people about it, and you should get people on your team to hold you accountable to it. Totally. You know, um, and, and then and you should train. Yeah. And, and maybe training. give a
2: day for exercise if you need it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I've th- this this season of my life and getting back on track. I've decided I wanted to do more things that I used to do. Like I I lost a lot of weight the first round. Um, through training like a triathlon and oh, yeah. doing triathlon events, um, sprint triathlons, not Ironman, um, just to be clear. Um, and so I, I rode my bike a lot. Like I would ride it yeah. to work. I would, I mean, I just spent a lot of time on the bike. Um, and so like this week, like last night I went on a, on a ride, a little, little eight and a half ten 10 mile ride. Um, and it was so much fun. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't dress up. I wore regular, you know, shoes. I put, you on,
2: put on, your tux
1: for the I put on ride. my platform
0: <laughs> pedals, like the whole thing. Like, and I just drove my city bike and yes, yeah. I have multiple bikes for different occasions. <laughs> Let's not talk about it right now. But, um, but I got back and I was like, man, that was just beautiful. Like it was an easy ride. Nothing over like, I think I averaged like 15 miles an hour. Like oh, it, yeah. it wasn't a fast pace. Um, the only problem was like, it was at dusk and there were so many bugs out at dusk right now. And I was literally oh, like, no. like the front grill going through oh. like Arizona of a car. Like <laughs> it was all over me. They were crying in my arm hair. I don't and even what want to talk about. What were you saying it.
2: about this bike ride being really fun? But <laughs> it was
0: great. I got through that part and it was fine. They had just cut the grass too apparently that day. But anyways, um, but it but it's reclaiming some of those things that I that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. I, I really enjoy moving heavy loads, but. But there's what sets the, your soul on fire. Yeah, right? but there's that that bike component for me, which brings me back to when I was a kid. That was my transportation to go see my friends. That was, mm-hmm. you know, that was my freedom. That that was my past to go do and live life however I wanted to for those hours before well, if we did this. I was I'd need to have to go summer. back to
2: Tybo. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what I used but, to do with my mom. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, it's just it's just, it's 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 a lot of things within yeah. that that I've just left to the side over the last couple of years um, that I desperately desperately miss and um, reclaiming. That into my training program with an intentionality in planning it and putting it on my calendar. Boom. And making it happen. Um, so there it is. It's wonderful, and and I and I love this topic, and I think it's been uh, fantastic. Any any closing remarks? I was hoping you would just f- feel, um, make me better as a human, just figure out where my deficit is, and just tell me <laughs> where uh, where I can be better on track, but. Yeah, I'm food Um, prepping. So how bad could it be today? That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that.
2: Yeah, I would just say really, you've got to acknowledge the season that you're in to identify your goals. And then you have to have grace throughout the process. Like, is this a season where I'm training for a specific goal? And I just Mm -hmm. I got to show up and I got to do it no matter how I feel? Or do I need to really acknowledge and assess where I am and what I need on a given day to day or week to week basis? And Mm -hmm. can I allow myself to, you know, even Be vulnerable enough to try something new, to go out and have fun, to, Mm -hmm. you know, to do things that may feel silly or, you know, like they're not as cool or powerful as what you're used to, but could really bring great change.
0: Yeah.
2: It makes Uh, more fun that way.
0: I think the hardest part is that grace component. Yep. For sure. I'm not good at that at all. That's
2: part of the reason why we're in community because we need people constantly telling us.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not good at that at all.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, have fun with your training and enjoy your exercise
0: hashtag just train just train we well, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs you need supplements they got it you need your protein they got it you need to pick me up you need to drink a bang they got it so go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area when you stop in and you see Kyle say hey Jacob said, you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them on the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram, give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.